Hey everyone, it's Brother Gary, Hands Cross Borders, devotional, and we are in Mexico, not in a sound studio, so you're liable to hear my animals or anything. So let's begin as we're continuing on with Jesus. He's just raised Lazarus from the dead, and now some believed, some have gone and uh, reported to the Pharisees. So let's finish this up. John chapter 11, verse number 46 but some of them went their ways to the Pharisees and told them what things Jesus had done. Then gathered the chief priests and the Pharisees a council and said, What do we? For this man doeth many miracles. If we let him thus alone, all men will believe on him, and the Romans shall come and take away both our place and nation. And one of them named Caiaphas, being the high priest that same year, said unto them, Ye know nothing at all, nor consider that it is expedient for us that one man should die for the, pro for the people, and that the whole nation perish not. And this spake he not of himself, but being high priest that year, he prophesied that Jesus should die for that nation. And not for that nation only, but that also he should gather together in one the children of God that were scattered abroad. Then from that day forth they, they took counsel together for to put him to death. Jesus therefore walked no more openly among the Jews, but went thence unto a country near to the wilderness into a city called Ephraim, and there continued with his disciples. Now, as we continue this devotional, remember, we're not digging deep. We're just trying to get a few thoughts here to help us along on our day. And so Jesus has just raised Lazarus from the dead. Verse 45, some believed. I mean, how could you not believe? The Bible says the Jews seek a sign. He's given them all kinds of signs and miracles. Even the Pharisees are saying this. And but some, they, they go and they, they tell the Pharisees, you're not going to believe what happened now. Lazarus has been dead for four days. Everybody knew he's dead. You could smell him. And he had to move the stone away. He called them for it. He came walking out in his grave clothes. And now he's taken it off and he's walking around. What do you think about this? And so the Pharisees, they get together. And, and they're saying, what in the world is going on here? Verse 46, what are we going to do with this guy? For this man doeth many miracles. See, he was proven to them. He was the Messiah, and yet they didn't want to believe. First, they doubted he was the Messiah. Now they know he's the Messiah. Now they're denying him. And he tells the reason why. Because if we let him alone, everybody's going to believe in him. This is their reasoning, verse 48. And as a result of that, the Romans are not going to be happy, and they're going to take away our place and nation. They're going to take away our power and our following. That is the big reason why they deny the Lord. And that's the big reason in our day and age why people deny Christ. Because if you accept Christ as your Savior... Now you put him on the throne of your heart and he is the one who's in charge. And you know what that does? It changes your life. It changes the way you live, the way that you conduct yourself, the 
things that you do on a daily basis. And instead of bringing glory to yourself, you bring glory to him. And so as a result of that, they denied the Savior. You see, oftentimes as we read through the word of God, if we're not careful, we'll see the truth. But we say, man, if I really follow that, if I let the Bible be my final authority, then it's going to change my life. I can't just say, well, the culture says this or that. And that's one thing that's helped me living in Mexico is because it's a different culture than what I'm used to in America. And so wherever you may live in the world, the culture is irrelevant. The standard you and I live by is the word of God. And what does it say? Well, such and such a church says this is okay. Well, what does the Bible say? doesn't matter what that church says. It's what does the Bible say? You see, the Bible has to be the final authority. And if we're not careful, we'll deny the truth because it's going to radically change our lives. That's the one thing I want to get across today. There's, there's many more lessons here. Verse 51, we have Caiaphas saying, uh, and John says this, he not of himself, but being high priest, prophesied. And so he's showing the difference between the office and the man. The man is, is uh, corrupt, but the office God, God is using and telling a truth that Jesus should die for the world. And then later on it says from that point forward, Jesus, Jesus didn't come out in public because they were trying to kill him. Was it because he was scared? No, because his hour had not yet come. You see, Jesus does things in his timing, not ours. And so here's the key we need to get across is you and I have to trust him enough to let him do a work in our hearts and lives that changes us and realize as we go through things, if he doesn't do it the way we think he should or when we think he should, we need to realize that his timing is perfect. And that's the key thoughts I want to get across today. When we read the word of God, are we denying some of the truth or are we letting it sink in and work? Many people say, well, so-and-so does this, but these folks do that and they think it's okay, so I'm going to do, do that. Well, are you basing it on what others do or are you basing it on the word of God? That's the key. Base your life on the word of God and let it work in you. And as a result of that, the Lord will do his work in his timing. And his timing is never early or never late. It's always perfect. Will you trust him? Or will you not? May the Lord bless you.